Hello and welcome back to the Banter Moonit podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me this week is Carl Pierce. Hello! And Liam Hall. My boys, my boys, my boys. It is so good to be back on the Banter Minute podcast. And I'm going to be here for this one. I'm going to be here for the next 100. Guys, let, let, what, what, what are we waiting for? Let, let, let's, let's just get to it. Uh, uh, well, Liam. Slight problem. What, 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 what do you mean? All right, so, because uh, you know how you're not part of the executive decision-making process at Bantam Munich? I, I, this is the first I've heard of it. Well, there we are then. Uh, me, and Carl, <laughs> uh, me and Carl have unfortunately made the hard decision to end the Bantam Munich podcast after today. What? Yeah, we're we're forming a new Super League of podcasts. <laughs> no, all seriousness though, we've um, I think all three of us we can we can safely say that um, this season the love of football has taken a very dramatic hit. Um, the VAR really hasn't helped. Certain things that have happened this season as well really haven't helped, and just uh, the, the love for the game that I've. I've loved since the age of a five. Is it's slowly dying, and I I'm not excited to review matches every week and talk about the same old rubbish each every week. Which is it always is VAR. That's all it is. Most of the time we talk about the VAR, and it's got to the point now where I think I can rightly say for all three of us we're kind of sick of it right now, aren't we? No, no. I mean VAR was brought into end controversies and it's creating more than ever it's more con- the game's more controversial with VAR than it ever was before we had it it needs to be it needs to be scrapped it's just completely a lot of bollocks I, I, I mean even without it I mean I think no crowds being there I think it has kind of hurt like our, our enjoyment of it a little bit I mean it kind of feels like nothing really matters especially when you know Loads and loads of people are dying around us, and there's systematic systematic racism almost everywhere you turn. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just it, it, it's kind of hard to just enjoy football, and, and particularly for the reasons I, you mentioned before. Anyway, I completely agree about the racism thing as well. The fact that there's been so many you read after every game this this every game this season, players were racially abused, and nothing's been done about it. And um, I just want to say. Fantastic for the football clubs and Sky and BT and major news people actually taking a boycott of social media to support mm. this uh, the, the the racial injustice that's been put out for these people. And um, unfortunately, I don't see it changing anytime soon. The fact that anyone you can delete an account, they're just going to make a fucking other one and <sighs> prosecute them. That's the only way through prosecute the fuckers. There is no place in this world for racism, let alone football, let alone sport. There is no place in the world for racism. And it, it's just it's just too easy to kind of allow these people with this platform. Because I, I, I've made another Twitter account very, very easily. And I've made another Instagram account. It, it's You can just do it like in less than 30 seconds. It's really not that hard. And yeah, it's, really not, it's, not enough, it's, not, it's not a lot of effort. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's really awful. I mean, to be honest, nobody really wants to see your second Instagram account, man. I, the thing I saw on the end of the day. Oh! <laughs> oh! No, 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 you made the choice to follow my OnlyFans account. That's on you, mate, okay? Mate, 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 that was too extreme for OnlyFans. Well, I, I have an audience and they have to be catered for. 
What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> oh, you've ruined the joke. I was going to make a joke. I can't do it because I'm broke. Um, yeah, no, just, go on, go on, do it. Go on. What, what are you going to say? What, what, what are you going to say about me? Go on, Reese. No, I can't do it because it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Serious Reese went, uh, but no. Uh, as as Liam said, though, he's really easy to make a new account and to uh, make a new email address and everything like that. So unfortunately, before, unless these uh, big social media companies decide to do a massive, massive lock um, lockdown on it all, and they have a look and they go through each every person making a, a new account, it won't go away. Um, but I, 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 that's I, that's I think that's. Again, another thing that's the racism, VAR, and and the fact that Carl's very tired. Yeah, um, the fact we just don't want to record with Liam anymore. <laughs> but no, uh, but going forward, though, as I said, the, the Bantam Munich uh, weekly reviews of the football is gone. It's, it's dead. But we will be doing some special podcasts with each other. So the, we'll stay together. We're going to be doing... Um, our favourite uh, all-time inter- um, favourite all- World Eleven, our favourite England team. We're going to be talking about best players, worst players that we've seen, and stuff like that. So we're still going to stay together. It's mm. just it's going to be a weekly format. And um, I am sad about Bantam Munich dying. I mean, you know, we've been doing it for uh, eighteen months now. Yeah, and it was uh, pretty good before Liam joined, and then it all went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's also what my parents said about their marriage. So yeah, I, I've heard <laughs> it before. I mean, I, I, I will say this out there. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I've loved doing this podcast with you two. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have. In all seriousness, it's only banter. I'm sure the listeners know we, we, we all love Liam. I've just yeah. got to go and throw up after saying that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean. To be honest, when we had our original third member in here, uh, it, it was it was fun. It was it was okay. But when Liam came on, it was it, it felt. I'm not I'm I'm not going to bash the person. I'm just saying it felt more natural. The chemistry. Yeah. Was really and and was, no rodent was ever safe again. Exactly. <laughs> but we but we wouldn't have it any other way. I think I think that's fair to say. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. I mean, the only thing we would have differently is no VAR. Yeah, especially in this group. I mean, the amount of times we've had to re-record because we said the wrong thing, or that Carl said something uh, racist. It's just, it's just so irritating. Or the fact that we heard the squealing of animals from you. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really going to mention that, just just in case our <laughs> as PCA is listening. But, but it's fine. We, we can cover that. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna, anything you said regarding Liam is 100% fake. Um, the real stuff is much, much worse. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not like I've ever been kicked out of group chats or anything. <laughs> no, no, you haven't mentioned incest in five minutes with your mum ever. How oh, dare you? How dare you? My, my, my family listen to this. <laughs> Fucking up, not for your sake, mate. <laughs> they really not. They never will. The thing is, though, I, I mean, if you want to talk to Liam's mum, I know her name. <laughs> oh, God. And, also, and also, I know his address. So if you want to send fan mail to Liam's mum, um, just please DM <laughs> me on Twitter. I will give you the address. 
And if you want to send letters to Reese, which um, I, I know certain servants of mine have, then I, I can give you my address as well. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. When I received that, man, I was, I, I was sitting in my room. And <laughs> my brother comes in and goes, Reese, this is for you, man. Who the fuck said this? So I opened it, I opened it up. And to be honest, when I, I didn't really want to pick it up because it was very uh, crusty on the front. Yeah. <laughs> So you know, I ain't gonna lie, I put on a pair of gloves. Put on a pair of gloves. I opened it and I genuinely thought I was sent to, like a terrorist <laughs> thing because it was in the head of Just for context for the listeners, um, my my um, my, my um, how would you say this? My deranged servant Jeeves, who is no no longer with us, um, decided to send Reese an awful letter. Um, and Reese is now scarred for life. <laughs> it's still on my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should probably move away from there, mate. There's probably like countless diseases in there, but you've no idea. <laughs> but now, honestly, I mean, before, before we get on to what we're going to talk about, let, let, why don't we talk about some of our favourite moments we've had during this podcast? There's been, there's been quite a few, actually. Um, there was the, this is without Liam, the eight point fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. So, for, for, for the listeners, um, so me, uh, Carl, and Rahul, uh, we had like a predictions league thing, just a little bit of a piss tank between the three of us. And Rahul got really competitive with it. He took it and seriously, he, didn't he? Yeah. He, he really did. And he got, he got eight points this one week. And, you know, um, um, I told him he had having it as a joke. And. <laughs> Four. I'm gonna say about eight hours. He bitched and whinged about this. I mean, I was at work and my phone kept going off to the point my boss had to cut. My boss came into the room and told me, "Risky, go sort your phone out, please." <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my phone. I've got Rahul. He's texting Nathan. Nathan's messaging me. I'm messaging Rahul. Rahul's messaging Carl. Carl's messaging everybody. And we're just there. Go Rahul. It's eight fucking points in something that does not matter. <laughs> he's, oh, he got, yeah, he got so upset and went off about it. He's a strange, he's a strange guy. I think one of my favourite moments actually came from another podcast, that quiz podcast with the whole Scott's mum gangbang thing. I mean, I just, I just could not stop laughing over that one. <laughs> it was, it was brilliant. That was a brilliant. One. The fact that it, it was Liam had the had the audacity to put it on there, and then for Scott to read it so deadpan, and the fact that me and Carl. <laughs> No, 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 no. He, he, he didn't read it. I, I, I volunteered the information because he asked what this film was called. And I said, maybe it's Scott's mum's gangbang. I was sure Scott said some, about, some sort no, of reply. That's... He did. He did. Because he, he, he said it. And then that's how me and Carl just broke. And... <laughs> because it stopped laughing. I mean, I could hear Reese laughing. And Reese could probably hear me laughing. And that probably didn't help. And honestly, I... I couldn't breathe at one point. I was laughing that much. So I'm not even joking. Nathan had to mute me because I was laughing that much. I, I was probably removed from the call. <laughs> it probably, oh, it probably was. Oh, another another moment on the Bad to Me the podcast though was um, when uh, we introduced Liam. Um, How did you introduce Liam? <laughs> Just oh, we're, we're on to worst moments already. <laughs> it was just, it was just like, and we, we, we have a new member. His name's Liam Hall. 
<laughs> and had to, we had to explain to people what you were like. And then, it, yeah, you've lived up to the billing. <laughs> I mean, I know you see it as a bit of a cluster, but the Uncle Mike episodes. Yes, I was going to say the Uncle Mike episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which one? They were both fucking terrible. The, the quiz when it was me and Uncle Mike versus you two, and he, he kept giving you the fucking answers. <laughs> My favourite part about that is just he just kept walking away from the microphone as well. <laughs> you can hear him from the other side of the room. <laughs> and you, can, you can hear him talking to his, his girlfriend as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, to, to be honest um, I mean, that, that's going to be, that, that, that has to be one of the best moments. Another one as well, and this is my personal favourite moment, is Steve the Stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Carl fucking stole my Hall of Fame pick that week, and I genuinely looked out my window and saw the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the legend of Steve the Stick was born. It got to the point where I just saw the fact Carl started breaking. It was brilliant. <laughs> Liam getting upset because he missed out because he didn't choose Ian Wright's puffer jacket. <laughs> Oh, that was so annoying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All the week when Liam actually got one in, the fact he was so fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a prestigious Hall of Fame, mate. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's a fact that there's what? There's Captain Sir Tom Moore, Marcus Rashford, Steve the Stick, <laughs> um, yeah, Bianca Belair's dad. <laughs> and um, and uh, was it Black Lives Matter more than Italianists? Yes, that's what it was. Black Lives Matter more than Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then, but then again, I think a collective favourite of ours was the the saga of Jeeves. Um, oh, so don't remind me. <laughs> where was this board? Who who came up with it? Uh, it was, I'm sure it was all Liam. <laughs> you, you actually know what it was. I think I think my very very first podcast. Um, I was I was pretending, but I, I had no idea what I was doing. So I said about Jeeves was trying to help me set up, and somehow no, no, it, it, it was a quiz. It, it was the quiz. It was a quiz episode. So when we had all of us, and you were fucking about, so you mentioned oh Jeeves is helping me. I remember it now. That's where Jeeves was bored. Oh, what a legend! Actually, in another one. Uh, I think Carl might. I think Carl might remember this. Um, Reese was so confident that his pick was going to go in. Because it was so serious, <laughs> and out of spite, <laughs> we just fucked. We just fucked him out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah, I was. I was shopping. I was shopping. I was listening to it, and I was. I was. In, I remember. I was, I was getting uh, some roast potatoes from uh, the the freezer aisle, and you completely skipped over it, and I genuinely threw them in the trolley, angry. I mean, if you'd have just mentioned it at the end, we would have gone for it. But because you were going, oh, you can't not vote for mine, that just made us think, right, we will, we won't. <laughs> Bastard. Um, another, another highlight was when uh, I was out of the podcast for about 10 minutes to leave a hosting and I came back in. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that was the week where we talked about um, West Bromwich Albion's FA Cup run, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, that's, it was brilliant. The fact that they, they, they Liam thought he was going to host. He thought he was free. I rush back, get home. I find an old pair of headphones, and I go, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! You are not fucking taking my baby." <laughs> I was so pissed off as well. I, I, I was ready to go. Ten weeks of preparation that was for Liam. <laughs> 
And finding out all our, all our dads have the same name as well. Yes. Oh, that was brilliant. You just can't make that sort of stuff up. <laughs> I mean, I was so... Cause I, 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 I never knew. I mean, the fact it was we just... Oh, oh what's our dad's names? Was was Patrick, Liam, shut up, that's my dad's name. And then Carl went, no, shut up, that's my dad's name. We just went, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I think another highlight as well was when me and Liam did our. Uh, <laughs> this is the height of his uh, his raccoon fascination when we keep on tour. <laughs> what was that for? We did because we did some quizzes because you, you Jamie thought you could beat me in a quiz, so we did two quizzes oh. with each other. It's called Raccoons on Tour. We had a baby baby Nicholas Cage raccoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so bad. Oh god! You know what? I, I, I do think we should do another quiz at some point. So I, I, I do always enjoy this quiz, even if I do shy it. <laughs> when I couldn't come on, and what's it? I was shagging Beryl or some somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it was Beryl, yeah. Well, that's what I like—the fact that when one of us wasn't here, there was no sympathy at all. You, so, the most ironic thing was like there was one day where I couldn't make it, and you and you gave a completely serious reason. And it was a really, really nice one. And then the rest of them were just like fucking horrible. And I'm just like, oh wait, what's going on here? <laughs> That's what it was. I just thought, all right, he, had his, he was depressed. And then we decided, so we said, oh, depression's not funny. And then for the rest of the podcast, decided to just take the piss out of him the whole podcast. There was one where I felt shit. And I just, I went, this is what I like, the fact that I felt shit, but the fact that you two were consistent in taking the piss, that was the best. <laughs> and, oh. I, I, I think that's what I'm, I am going to miss the weekly sort of like you know us two us three having a having the, just taking a piss out of each other and stuff like that but as I said though it's it's this format's dead at us three together isn't unfortunately yeah. <laughs> so uh, but yeah I mean as I said for 18 months we've had, we've had a lot of fun a lot of fun for 18 months. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't believe it's that long, actually. That's pretty impressive. Was? Um, I know, but then again, I think, uh, just to affect finest moments, though, uh, it's got to be the you have no authority here open. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do more fucking opens, Jesus Christ. It's so good. Well, I kicked my person at the court. I kicked Assad and not Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and it kept it in with Assad and going, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I said I'm sorry. Actually, um, you know what? Well, whilst we're here, I have, a, I have a grievance with the Rogue Opinion Group that yeah, I kind of want to air. I really want to do my fucking film quiz, and no one fucking replied to me. So fuck you, Rogue Opinions. <laughs> yeah, because nobody knows anything about 1930s black and white cinema. <laughs> yeah, that's that is part of the problem. Some of it was modern. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Don't lie. Hey, Nathan enjoyed my questions. <sighs> but yeah, um, but no, we, as I said though, this is the last. So I said this is the last time we were doing this format. But we are going out on. We so basically, we're not going to do the fixtures go at the end of the season because um, he the season. Is, I mean, effectively, the season is over now. The, the, the Man City could Man City could have won the league today. Uh, they should win the league today. In, in my eyes, this game should be null and void. We'll talk about. We'll briefly talk about what happened today. Uh, Man City won the league. 
the bottom three are the bottom three. Um, okay, yes, mid-tables all to play for and a couple of European places, but nobody cares. Um, but, and Arsenal are still shy. Uh, they are. So, uh, but before we get in there, um, Carl, I mean, you, you are the, the resident Manchester United fan. What did you make about the protest today regarding the the Glazers out and also the fact that they broke into Old Trafford, invaded the pitch? Um, Graham Sooners thought he could have got killed, which was fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only downside to that is if he only thought he could have got killed. But uh... and also, so just, just one more, one more thing. There. And Gary Neville's speech. Yeah, I've not, I've not got around to hearing that yet. Brilliant, but it's, it's brilliant, and that's it. I I agree with a hundred percent of what he said. Um, yeah, I think I think the protest is all well and good. Perhaps actually breaking into the ground is taking things a, a bit too far, especially when you hold up hold up a game because you you just fucking with the players then and and not the owners. To, to be fair, just just to give a kind of de- like devil's advocate, so to speak. Oh, you always Here we go. He always has to be Dazzleville South Africa, doesn't he? I just want to make one point. This is going to make more of an impact than doing it outside of the grounds. Yes. Well, there is that, but I don't know. I mean, what what, I mean, what does it really do? I mean, the Glazers just can't pack up and leave. They've got to have someone else to buy the club, and you don't know if the the new owners are going to be any better or any worse than, than they are. I, I think people. Just, I think people just want accountability, though. Mm-hmm. But the, the, this is the thing: is they've the, the fact that the, Joel Glazer said after the failed European Super League, he was going to be more open with the fans. He then decided to skip a Zoom meeting with the fans. He skipped it. Um, I, I, I just got Gary Neville's thing, so I'm just going to just say some quotes from it. He said. It, this, this is a consequence of the Manchester owners' actions two weeks ago. There was general distrust and dislike of the owners, but they weren't, they weren't protested two or three weeks ago. The Glazer family are struggling to meet the financial requirements of this club, and the fans are st- uh, saying that their time is up. My view is quite simple that they're going to make a fortune if they sell the club, and if they were to put it for sale right now, I think the time will be right, and it would be an horrible thing to do. Uh, there's a huge discontent, not just across Manchester United fans, but I think for football fans up and down the country, and I think they're just saying enough is enough. The Glazer family have been resilient to stubborn for many, many years. I think they're struggling to meet the financial demands that this club needs and have done for some time. I agree. If I think about the club they picked up in 2004, it had the best stadium in the country, one of the best in Europe. It had the best training grades in the country and one of the best in Europe. It had a team that's consistently getting to Champions League quarterfinals, semi-finals, and finals win the league every the season, unlike now. Um, he said, the, the lads around the club is underdeveloped, dormant, derelict, whatever the club system developing the facilities and the fan experience. All football fans should unite today behind what Manchester United fans have done today because what happened two weeks ago was really dangerous to English football. I agree with everything he said. Yeah, it's 100%, 100% on. I mean... They have been awful owners. I mean, don't take, don't get, don't get me wrong. Just because I think perhaps invaded the pitch was going a step too far. But yeah, from Liam's point, it probably does make a bit more of an impact. But um, yeah, they, they clearly can't meet the financial needs of the club because they can't seem to afford to buy the the players we need to really compete with the likes of uh, Manchester City and. Uh, 
and the, t- the the top clubs, yes, we're, we're second, but I think we're second by virtue of a lot of clubs underperforming. Mm, I mean, yeah. if Chelsea had two shell uh, from the beginning of the season, I think they'd be above us. If uh, Liverpool, to be quite features. honest, it, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think we have played some great football here and there, but <laughs> we we you know we. <clears throat> We're still a long way from being title competitors, especially if the likes of Paul Pogba don't stay. Then you know you got to replace him with somebody. Um, yeah. and, and another thing as well they've done is they employed, they employed a man who has no football knowledge at all as a director of football and um, or chief executive. You're asking for trouble there. If you, I mean, you look at it. Every big club has a man who was involved in football at some stage in that role, yes? Mm. Mm. I think that's what you need. I mean, you're looking at it. If I, if, I was going, if I was Man United, I'm looking someone to replace Mr. Woodward. There is one man I would get in there, and that is Edwin van der Sar. What he has done at Ajax is incredible. Yeah, I'd love to see him there. And another, another example of, of how piss poor things have been run, especially in the transfer market. I mean, how ridiculous do they look now trying to haggle over the price of Bruno Fernandes. I mean, forty million looks like a, a absolute snip for a player of his qualities. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry, exactly. It's, it's, to come out and say you don't need a player like early Haaland is a bit like coming out. It's, it's, oh, I can't make that joke. Um, no, I'm not making that joke. It's a bit like coming out and saying, "Oh, I don't need water." Yeah. It's ridiculous. Man um, United mm. was screaming for a player like Haaland mm. to, to build their team around. Um, but another thing I want to talk about now, because you two, um, obviously, I mean, all these protests and also what's happened as well at Manchester United, happened at Arsenal as well. Um, the formation of the European Super League, we did get a chance to talk about it, obviously. We were uh, busy with our schedule and stuff like that. Um, this is a chance to talk about it. I think we did. I think we did get to bring it up uh, in one podcast briefly. I, I, I don't think we knew the extent of it. In fairness, yeah, well, it, it was. It, it wasn't confirmed when we did it. So mm. now, obviously, it was made, and um, it nearly killed English football. And the fact that um, the six teams that England were pulled out. Um, if I if I could play devil's advocate for a minute, <laughs> I think I think it was the best idea of all time. Oh, fuck off, you old gits. <laughs> <laughs> now, let, let's be honest. It was a fucking shambles, wasn't it? I mean, I think mm. Arsenal will be quite wishing they were still in part of it. I mean, <laughs> for 48 hours, they were back in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, how do you respond? Well, I'm just waiting till Thursday so we can embarrass ourselves again. <laughs> No, I mean, but, I, I, yeah. I just, I, I'll just put it that it was a. It, I mean, as a as a supporter of a club that isn't a big team, it was really shocking to see to look from the outside in as to what they were doing. The fact is that this was what they were doing was the European equivalent of the MLS. No yeah. relegation. No, there was no relegation. There was no promotion. There was no. All it was was a winning of a little trophy at the end of it. And the fact is, you're going to have fucking Manchester United versus Man City, the Manchester derby in fucking Timbuktu, uh, just because we're fucking, um, it makes money. 
it's pathetic. And the fact is that these clubs, uh, and they, they said they did nothing wrong, but the fact that Florentino Perez um, is still adamant that this is going to go ahead. Yeah, he does, he, is, does he sound like the most deluded man on the planet right now, or what? He's a fucking arsehole. He, re- he really is an arsehole. Um, and the fact that them, Barcelona, and Juventus still haven't pulled out of it. Um, those teams should not be in the Champions League next season. No. They're, they're, clearly, they're clearly broke. That's why I think they're still clinging yeah. on. They're still, you know, that's why they're still clinging but, on to the idea. Because even, even their financer has said they've backed out, even though Paris comes out and goes, oh, no, they haven't backed out, but they've released a statement saying they got it wrong and they won't be financing it anymore. So Paris is either completely stupid or is completely deluded, I can't, or both. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to put it out though, the fact is that you, you, you said these teams are broke. The fact that Barcelona want to give Messi a 10-year contract. and 10 years? Oh, he's going to play until he's 43. Apparently, so what happens is he's going to play there, then they're going to give him a stint in the MLS because he wants to do that, then come back as an executive. Because they're on about wanting Mbappe as well. I mean, if they've got no money, how are they going to afford him? I mean, he's got to be at least 150 million. More, more, more. But the fact is that they're 1.2 billion pounds, nearly a billion pounds in debt, and they're going after players like that. And the fact that Real Madrid, um, the Real Madrid have said, oh, we. We need to sell players, but we're going to give uh, players that contract more money. And I think Juventus shot themselves in the foot. What Juventus did was they tried to get all these players in, give them massive contracts, and they wanted to win the Champions League. Yes? Yeah. Hasn't happened. They spent £95 million on Ronaldo. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo has repaid that and more, probably in shirt sales and social media numbers and everything like that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that they are the most Ronaldo can go for now, I'd say, because of his age, he's about 50 million. That's a, that's a 40 million pound loss. And the fact they've got Aaron Ramsey on a 400,000 pound a week contract. Jesus, I didn't realize he's on that much. Christ. Yeah. And, and, and this is the thing, though, is Juventus, Juventus have come out and said, oh, Sorry, one second. Uh, we need to sell players. To uh, we need to sell players to get players at the wage books. If I was a club, I would not touch any of those players because they're going to be wanting mm. astronomical wages that they're used to on now, and nobody's going to give it them. Because apparently they want Pogba again, but they'd have to yeah. pay a ridiculous amount for Pogba, especially in his current form, and and his and his wage demands. I, I can't see them meeting either. I mean, no. It's just crazy. I'm with Real Madrid as well. If they're in so much trouble, how are they going to afford Pogba? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, here's a question for you guys, because we've talked a lot about this European Super League. There's a very, 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 very small part of me that kind of wants it to go ahead just so these clubs... Oh. No, 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 no. Just so they can fucking fail. Because at this point... They won't fail? It would have failed. I mean... It would have failed. Who wants to watch... He went to watch Man United versus Real Madrid five times a season or whatever it would have been. I think I think the money that they're, that they're funneling into it, I don't think they're going to get anywhere of it back. And I think right. it's going to blow up in their face. Okay, to answer your questions, why wouldn't Don? The Middle Eastern market would fucking love to see Real Madrid versus Man United five times a season. The American market would. And the fact is that they had £5 billion in revenue to play with. 
it would not have failed. It would not. What would have failed was every single league that they left. They would have failed. It wouldn't have been what I don't think it would have been watched in Europe. I think it would have got tired in Europe. Exactly. I mean, you're you looking at it, yeah. Who I mean, I mean this nicely as a team that supports, as a, as a man who supports a, sh- a, a not big team. I don't want to see fucking West Brom versus fucking um, Southampton for possibly for a fucking European place or the top or something like that. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see. I want to see the biggest teams in the league because it's a privilege to go watch them play. I mean, I've said I've said before, the team that got me to look, to love football was Arsenal. I loved watching Arsenal. I like what I like watching the best players in the Premier League. Should we, then we might have like the kind of almost a bit of like the community back with it. Like the, you know, the fans will be closer to football again, and I think. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I'm a bloody Arsenal fan. I, I've never felt further away from being from Arsenal. <laughs> As right, the six. But the things that you look at the six. Let, let, let's be frank as well. The reason why most fans watch the Premier League is for the big six. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So you take the six, you take those six clubs out of the Premier League. You're not going to watch it. The TV rights are going to go for, for massive numbers. It's going to be reduced. The Premier League, the Premier League, the Football League, it would die. Because of this fucking massive thing. Well, they were still going to be in the Premier League, though, weren't they? But it wouldn't have been the, It wouldn't have been the same, though. No, they, they, they shouldn't. They should not have been in the Premier League because what was going to happen is UEFA said they were going to kick them out of their leagues, and every single football federation said that we're going to do it if that if that went ahead, because you're not competing for the domestic prize when that's second fiddle to what you're going for, really, which is the Super League. I mean, yeah, I mean, quite right, though, that they, they should do that because you can't have like, Arsenal now finishing ninth or wherever they are and then quali- automatically qualifying for this European tournament every year. It would have been ridiculous. But this is the thing, though. It's, you say Arsenal finishing ninth, yet Arsenal are consistently one of the biggest, biggest support clubs in the world who bring in revenue, and that's all they'll look at. They don't care mm. about I just look at how much money you bring. Well, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Arsenal bringing a shitload of money. Also, if we're talking about like, like Arsenal in terms of like you know not you know, underperforming, Spurs haven't won a trophy since 2008. And at, at the moment, are, are they even in the Europa League place? They're better than you, though. Yeah, when was last time they won anything? Better. But they're still better than you. If we're talking as a team, oh. when are they? What have they no, yeah, but I'm uh, talking about Steve, but uh, 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 I'd rather watch. I'm not being horrible saying I'd rather watch Tottenham play football than Arsenal. And that's been and that and that's been for a while now. Is Josie Mourinho? Well, the Josie, I I wouldn't have watched the Josie Mourinho team personally. But I mean, I mean, that, that's really besides my point. The, the the fact is that they sacked a man who won 32 games this season with them and replaced him with a man who has no idea what he's doing. Hello. Yeah, and the only man who has ever beaten Pep. Guardiola in a in a final as well, and uh, <laughs> they 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 sack him seven days before a final. It's... But if the reports are true, of why Jose was sacked, I am fully behind Jose Mourinho. Yeah, well, I can't make my mind up on that because a lot of sources are adamant it wasn't to do with that. But I just don't uh, see why else he would sack him then. Because... Exactly. If, if they're going to do performance based, they would do it. They probably would have done it after the league cup final. If he lost that, then okay, yeah, get rid of him. He's lost to the final. But the fact he led them to a final 
and that, as you said, he beat, he's the only man to beat Guardiola, and they sat him. It doesn't, it, it, some, there's something fishy there. It doesn't make sense, does it? It is weird. It, it, it doesn't. Especially um, when it's but, your first chance to win a trophy for so long as well. Why, why put that at risk? Exactly, exactly. You, you hit it on the head perfectly. Um, but, but as I said, though, I'm glad it's dead. I'm glad, and uh, I just, I, I also, I'm just before we before we move on from it, though, I just want to praise uh, Bayern Munich and PSG. The fact that these th- those two clubs said no. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, and the fact I, I genuinely think the fifty one percent rule should be enforced in England as well. Mm, I, uh, I, I, I do like that in fairness. That, 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 that should happen. The fifth, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I read something as well today, the fact that the Bayern Munich, uh, Karl, Heinz, Rummenigge said uh, three, uh, all season ticket mm-hmm. prices are not fixed. I think, I think it's like £151 for a season ticket at Bayern Munich. And he said this for the exact reason. Football should be for everybody. £300 to someone is a lot of money, regardless of who you are. £151 is manageable. You can do that. And football should be for the masses. And I 100% agree with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was in went to Munich. I mean, mate goes, "Oh, we should." Uh, they're playing Dort. They're, they're playing Dortmund. Do you want to go? And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can afford that." He goes, "Oh, it's not like over here. It's only like mm-hmm. twenty quid to go go to a match." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do, "Oh, do, all right then." <laughs> so the four four two did this. Do you know it's cheaper to? This is this is genuine, yeah. It's cheaper to fly to Sweden, get a season ticket at a club in Sweden, than it is to get a season ticket at Peterborough. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, and we, uh, me and my friend spoke spoke about going to Germany because uh, obviously I, my my I love Borussia Dortmund, they're my, they're my German team, and we spoke about going to Germany to go and watch a Dortmund game, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, the same thing with you, Carl, I think I'll do it too expensive. Um, obviously, COVID hit, but it would have been cheaper to, as I said, to fly to Germany, get a ticket for the game, fly back, get a hotel room, sorry, and fly back, than it would to be to to pay for a ticket, um, in a in a big get coach as well, yeah, in a big game in England. So, English team, I mean, I'm sorry, the fact that the cheapest is ticket Arsenal's what, fucking two grand or something like that. <laughs> They're they're renowned for being one of the more expensive ones, aren't they, Arsenal? Mm. It's it's because they know the fans are daft enough to pay it, though. That's the trouble. That's the thing. I mean, and also, Lynn, before we move on from this, though, um, what is your take on the fact that uh, the Spotify CEO is potentially launching a bid for Arsenal? I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I I, I think it'd be nice to have a little bit of pressure on them. And to show that, like the fans do want some change. Hmm. I, I yeah, I, I I just can't see Kronke selling. It, it goes beyond money. It, it's a whole. It's there's an awful lot to it more than money. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but like there's this business strategy with it as well. Like you know, the reason of buying a club in London. There's a, there's a, there's a lot there, and I I just can't see him selling. To be honest. No, I I can't. I I love. I to fucking see wish. <laughs> Yeah, the fact he's got um, Vieira, Bergkamp, Henri potentially involved as well, Arsenal legends, which it, that, that could be a good thing for, for the whole for the whole club. Um, I just sent the picture there. Uh, uh, my mate, my mate's Arsenal fan, sent me this picture. In, uh, oh, it made me laugh, man. 
I also thanks <laughs> Spotify had some fun transfers for next summer. <laughs> oh, God. Um, also, the, the whole thing with, with him, though, like he's a billionaire, but he's half <laughs> he has half the wealth of Cron- of Cronky, and I think like a fifth of like what his wife owns because she owns Walmart, doesn't she? Uh, so the Cron- the Cronky family uh, at Walmart, that's how they got their their riches. Yeah, there's um, and obviously he owns like American football teams as well on shit. So, well, well, this is the thing. It's um, um, yeah, I uh, talked to an American friend of mine, and his team was the Saint Louis Rams, who are now the Los Angeles Rams because mm. Cronky moved to LA. So, I mean, all all Cronky cares about is fucking lying in his pockets. He doesn't care about football. And the fact that um, there, was, there was a great, oh, one second, there was a great picture that was sent to me. Uh, one second, if I could just get this up. Arsene Wenger, yeah, had to rely on um, transfer sales a lot of his time uh, when, he was, mm. when, he was, when he was in charge. The fact that he had no money. Who's making that noise, man? Jesus. <laughs> it's that noise. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's Carl's iron lung. It just makes those noises sometimes. <laughs> move, move back from your iron lung, sir. Um, yeah, so Wenger had to rely 100% on transfer size brought. He wasn't given any money from the owner, so it says a lot about how good Arsene Wenger was for Arsenal. Oh, uh, yeah. he, he, and also, especially with that stadium debt as well. Yeah, and also just another thing as well. I was having, Just before we moved on from Arsenal, I was having a conversation. You know what? No, we'll save Arsenal. We'll save us the chat. So, as I said, though, we're going to be doing. Um, so, to, to end it, to end this podcast, we, to end this back to Bantam Munich series as a whole, we're going to be doing our awards, the Bantam Munich awards. Um, so, we're going to start off. Um, we first, we're going to start off with. We're going to start with the negative ones to begin with. We're going to end on the positive ones. Start with negative ones. So, we'll start with the worst team of the year. Uh, uh, and, and this ties into the point I was going to make before. The worst team of the year for me has been Arsenal. Um, no progression. Um, they look a shadow of what they, their former selves. There's just no cohesion. The defence is poor. Midfield is shocking. Up front is just lacking. Um, there's been, okay, there's been a few bright spots. Kieran Tierney has been incredible. Um, you know, a proper leader, which Arsenal need. But they're few and far between. And also, Mikel Arteta really is the man to rebuild Arsenal. I'm sorry, it's time to go. I think I'm probably going to choose Sheffield. I mean, they looked so good last season. And I, I honestly, I, I kind of thought they'd do a little bit better. I, I thought, you know, they, they brought Brewster in for quite a lot of money. 23 million quid. And I, I don't think he's actually, I think he started two games. Which is kind of it's quite baffling. I I don't know if it's a wild, I don't know if it's signing a Wilder wanted, and I I, I mean I, I kind of hear that Wilder was quite difficult to deal with, but I I was so surprised to see them do as bad as they did. I mean they were absolutely atrocious this season. I, I know it's a bit of an easy pick, but they were so good last season. Like I, I loved watching them last season. I think that was they, they were our team of the year last season. We did these awards, so it just shows the um, Wilder was manager of the year. So it showed a big call for the fact that Ryan Bruce has played 27 games in all competitions this season and got no goals. Mm. 
it's hilarious. It's, it's unreal. Carl, what about you? Uh, well, mine is uh, Manchester City. I mean, they couldn't even finish in the top four. I mean, they should have been, you know, walking away with the Premier League. Imagine having that take on Manchester City. Um, Carl, who, who had that take? Uh, I can't remember now, but it was some idiot, obviously. Uh, yeah, was it, was, yeah, it was Rahul, yeah. Rahul's the only idiot fan that we know. <laughs> Lynn, before, Lynn, before Carl says it, what were you thinking when you made that prediction? Oh, come on, come on. All right. For, for some context for, for listeners, I think we just lost someone really shit, but they, they were awful. Arsenal. No, they, they, were, they were awful before John Stones came in. They, they really were fucking awful. <laughs> and they, it looks bad in hindsight, but at the time, they, 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 that was before they kind of rising up again, they were just shites. Talking out your bottom again. It's true. I mean, at the start of the season, they were quite. They, you know, they did have a bit of a shaky start. They but once they, Christmas. but once they got, but once they got going, they were pretty much unstoppable. Yeah, when, when, when they put Diaz and they put, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk about Man City in a bit. Um, so, go on. Who, who's the worst team in the year? I mean, I, I've got to agree with Liam. Unfortunately, it's Sheffield United for me. I mean, the, the bottom of the league. They've been bottom since day one. Uh, they've only got 17 points. Um, the, 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 you know, they've, they've just been atrocious all through the, all through the thing. I think what they got two wins altogether. I think one of them was against us, but that always seemed to seem to <laughs> does seem to happen somehow. We always let's, not lose. Your, let's, let's not talk about the other one. Let's, not, yeah. let's not talk about yeah the other one was us. Uh, mm. <sighs> But yeah, they. I mean, especially as Liam's already said, especially after the season they had last year as well, when they was was so good. Um, mm. Apart from when, the, apart from the restart, they did they did start to look quite shaky after the after the you know the the restart after the co you know the it was stopped for COVID. But yeah, they you can't argue with the table, and they've just been awful. And I was surprised Chris Wilder uh, was retained for a, as long as he was, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're both coming from. I think because the fact that the, why, why I said Arsenal is because the fact that they, they started really well this season and the start of the season, you know, we was you know praising them the way they played football, but they've just been shocking. I can't. Uh, the, the, the only good, the only display I've seen of Arsenal when there was that when they peak Arsenal was against us when they smashed West Brom with the Hawthorns and Chelsea. I thought I thought they were really good against Chelsea, but mm. their their problem is as you said, Tyranny's been their best player by a mile, and when he's not playing, they just uh, look and, a and shadow. As well. And who? And Saka, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Saka and Tierney, and it's just. That, but as I said, I just genuinely do not believe he is the man to, to take that club forward. They've not progressed at all. Well, I don't think they've been helped by um, Abamyang's uh, lack of form this season. I know he's had a lot of personal issues, but he's just he's just been a shadow of it of himself most of the season. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm kind of sick of defending my club, and I've kind of made my points over and over again. So I I, I can't bother to do it anymore. And yeah. 
yeah, I I, 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 I hate kind of where we're at at the moment. I do think in some ways it is better than where it was at Emery, but in some ways it's not as good as either. But um, the thing is, though, you've I, I, I'm I'm reading this stat. The fact you've not really you've, you were better under Emery. This is the thing. I mean, I, I granted the style of football was shit under Emery, but results wise, you were better under Emery than you are under under Arteta. I, I think I, I, I think. Sorry, go on. Go, go I was going to say, I think Arteta was the right man to bring in to sort of steady the ship, but it, it shouldn't. It should have been on a short-term basis. What he looked for, um, you know, a more qualified and sort of bigger manager to take charge. But I thought he did a good oh, job of steadying the ship after the shambles under Umri Emery. But uh, yeah, he should yeah. have been. He should have been replaced by someone more experienced. I think. I agree there. I think that he should have been, he should have come in. What they should have done was give him a six month deal. See how it fared because he did really well. And then what they could have done was, as, as you said, they could retain him, put him in the number two role, get another manager in. So he learns off him. And then eventually when that, when it comes to that manager to leave, he takes over. And I just, I just genuinely just, I, as I said, this, I just do not believe he's the man. Unfortunately, to take Arsenal forward, it feels like they've got stagnant already. Well, well, it's only being. One thing I will say, I, I do think that the players have learned to be a bit more accountable for the for their performances. And I think they're particularly with this awful run. They, but, I mean, they, yeah, they have kind of, they have kind of had to. But I'm saying, but I have seen some players improve. I've seen, I think, Granit Xhaka's improved an awful lot under Arteta. But you're still shit. And I know, and I know he went, and I know he went because he wanted more football. But I'm sure he would have stayed if they'd have promised him the number one spot. Selling Martinez for only mm. seventy, he, he he sold him for only seventeen million pounds. And he's a terrific goalkeeper. Yeah, I stand by the fact I think he's far better than I know. I I tackle what I've said about. I I'd rather have Martinez than Burton. I really would. Martinez is a lot better. He is. And crazy. Hate, crazy decision. It pains me that he plays for fucking Aston Villa. It pains me. Well, to, to be fair, everyone thought, everyone thought, um, but Leno should, everyone thought Leno should have been number one, like, at the time. Like, yeah. like, it, it, like but before this. No, season, I didn't, because he came in, he came in for a few games after the cut, and I thought it was, I thought it was spectacular for Arsenal. I was, mm. I was, I was really surprised when that decision was made. To sell him and retain Leno, I really was. Yeah. Maybe I was on my maybe I was on my own at that point. But no, I I, I, I see. I, I was on the fence with it because I, I said I, I think Leno is good, but then he does have his moments. Where Martinez, he played Martinez played nine games um, in the Premier League in that it, it, when COVID um, was infected and Leno and his injury, he played nine games. It was incredible. Played twenty three games in all competitions, and he looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Villa, he's played twenty six games. Played all he's played twenty six games this season, and it's been incredible. Yeah, and I, I think it's a mistake selling him. But we now move on. Let's move on from Arsenal. We now move on to. Let's move on to the worst manager of the year. So before, because I don't think we came to an agreement. I'll, I'll, are we in agreement that I'll, it's Sheffield United then on the worst team? Yeah, how, I think that's two for one. How are we yeah, doing it, this? It, 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 it was it was two to one, but you know, you know, as I said, this is not a democracy. This takes, and I, I, I always win. Yeah, 
it's fine, <laughs> Carl. He, he's in his own other world. Just, just, yeah. just let him be. Yeah, no, yeah, no. absolutely. I, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Okay, what? Okay, no. I, I, I can't. I can't disagree. I mean, you know, I, I said Arsenal, but then I, I have to go with you two. Sheffield United, as you said, have been the bottom of the table. They've been poor all season, so it is Sheffield United. So the worst team of the year is Sheffield United. Two, two good choices, though. I, I will say that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I do see where I do see where you're coming from with Arsenal, though. I really do, but I can't look past how poor Sheffield have been. Yeah, no, I agree. So let me move on to the worst manager of the year. I uh, well, I, I think we know who Reese is going to pick. <laughs> Pep Guardiola. Oh, to, absolutely. You can, you can even get yeah, him in the yeah, top four. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to not take City for the top four, which is a joke. Uh, he's 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 just the worst manager I've ever seen in my life. No, he's not. Uh, worst manager of the year. <sighs> yeah, Liam's called it. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's going to be Arteta. Carl, for me, is that mm-hmm. uh, um, I've got to go with uh, as much as I hate to do it because I do quite like him, even though he's a Chelsea man. Is Frank Lampard because. Look at the improvements that were made when, uh, you know, I, I was a bit shocked when they sacked him, and I, I didn't think they should have. I didn't think they should have at the time, but Tuchel's, you know, shown that, you know, Frank wasn't doing the best job, um, especially defensively. I mean, they, they improved so much defensively um, under Tuchel. It's unbelievable. I feel for Frank. The fact that Lampard. See, I, 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 the, the fact that Lampard in his first season took them to um, FA Cup final and they finished fourth with no, no money, but they couldn't sign anybody. He signs these players. I think what he did, he signed too many too quick. Mm. I, I feel sorry for the likes of Tammy Abrahams because I thought he was excellent last season and he's barely got a look in this time round. I know. And, Ver, and Werner's done F all, really. No, see, mm. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to defend Timo Werner. Timo Werner, yeah. If you watch Timo Werner's play, yes, he has to score the goals, but you look at it, Timo Werner has done a lot of, he's got a lot of assists. He play, and also he plays in a way that a lot, he plays in a different way that Abraham plays. Abraham is very big, very physical, yes? Mm-hmm. Werner is quick, and Werner brings defenders with him because they know how quick he is. There's always a space in the middle when Werner's playing up front because they know the fact that they put two of them because he's so fucking quick. That's how Mason Mace played so well. That's how Ziek has played well. That's how Havertz played. Because Werner has done the quiet work that nobody played. All they're talking about is, oh, he doesn't score goals. I feel for him in that regard. I really do. Because yeah, he, he's, he's, done, he's got a lot of assists. He's been involved in the most goals for Chelsea this season. Not in terms of scoring them, but in terms of assists and contributions, he's got the most at Chelsea. Well, maybe, but I still think as a striker, you're quite right there. Rated on how many goals he scored, and he's missed he's some of the cha- some of the chances he's missed. He, he, he's not a striker; he's technically a winger. Well, technically, no, he's. I love, a, that. Technically he's I love that excuse when some when a striker. No, 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 no. Shy. no, no. He's actually a winger, lads. No, he, no, he is. He is. He's a winger. If you if you look at it, when he played for Leipzig, yeah, he was always on the left. Paulson was in the middle. Werner was on the left. I, I I would argue he's a he's a second striker more than he is um a, 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 like a winger to be fair yeah or left forward well, maybe maybe left forward yeah no that's okay yeah that's what it is. he was he wasn't he was never leading the line it was always Paulson led the line or someone else led the line for for Leipzig he was never on his own 
So, but, but going back anyway, because um, when I mean earlier in the, earlier in the season previews of that, we all thought Chelsea were going to run away with the league when they bought all these players, and it's just I, 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 I have Chelsea to win it. Yeah, exactly. So did I, and it come nowhere near. So that's, that just shows you know shows you what a disappointment they've been, and uh, unfortunately how Frank how poor. It, it was under Frank Lampard because it, it has been a vast improvement under uh, uh, I forget his first name now. Uh, Thomas Tuchel. That's it. Mm. Yeah. So okay. So I've got Arteta. You've got Lampard. Uh, Liam, who are you going for? Ah, uh, see, those are very two choices. And I don't want to be boring and go for Wilder. Um, I I kind of want to go for a bit of an outfit one, and I can't justify my pick. I'm gonna go for Jose Mourinho, and and there is a reason. For that. No, 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 hang on, hang on. I don't, I don't think he he has improved Spurs. Right. The, the, the mo- okay. most points lost in winning positions this season. Yeah. Like, do, do you think they're better than they were under under Pochettino? Yes. Ooh, jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The fact he's made fucking Son and Kane the most deadliest combination in the Premier League. He has. You can't you can't deny that the fact they've scored 109 goals this season. They haven't uh, scored that much. They have in all competitions. They've scored 109 goals this season, and I've got their stats up. Oh, they've, scored, um, they've got. I'm sorry, they've played really well. I I do not believe that they're worse. What I do believe though is that Mourinho tried to install his play on them, and also I don't. Some of the players. They were brought in. I do not believe Mourinho wanted them. Um, he didn't. He's made pretty clear he didn't want Bale. Um, and also, as well, can you imagine Mourinho saying he wanted Matt Doherty? Not really. No, that, that was a bit of a weird. No. Hoiberg no. feels like one of his players. I was yeah, exactly. And, and how well has Hoiberg played this season? Thing is, I do think Spurs do have. A very good squad. I, I think they need improvements in certain areas, but I mean, it's still a great team, and they should not have not they should not have lost as many points as they have. No, they should not. But they, okay, but then again, I'm going to raise you one person. This is why Mourinho was not the worst manager in the Premier League. I'm going to raise you Tengai and Dombele, and Dombele was a fucking mess last season. Mourinho was changing into a fantastic player. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's it's. <laughs> I and think Mourinho's done a decent job, just to get my two cents in there. They got he's got them to a cup final, which I I think they might have given City a much better game if uh, Marine if they'd have kept Mourinho in charge for that match. Personally, yes, the league position probably isn't quite what they wanted, and perhaps they have lost uh, a few too many games they shouldn't have. But uh, but yeah, he, he did a decent. He, he was doing a decent job. I think, I think it's very harsh to say he was the worst manager of the season. I mean, I'm I mean, this is, this is just this is just another choice. But I mean, like Tottenham fifth. I know, but since Christmas, but I mean, they they were top at Christmas. Yeah, and they were running away with it. They were by far the best team in, in England. They were, but Tottenham fifth. Mm. I could, I could, I could understand it if he left Tottenham in like eleventh or twelfth. Yeah. He well, they, they were at the time. They, they were like no, no, they were. He only got sacked fucking two a week, two weeks ago. What were they like eighth or something? No, no they were fifth. 
Were they then? I don't think they were fifth then. They were anyway, fifth. Fucking regardless. Anyway, that, that, that's my choice anyway. Um, I, 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 I strongly disagree. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more, to be yeah. honest. I, 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 so it's, it's between Arteta and Lampard. Um, I, okay, so I raised the question to this. Would Arteta have been given the same time as Lampard if Arteta brought all those players in? Um, I, I don't know, but then I do feel for Frank Lampard the fact that but again, I feel for both of them because it is their first big managerial jobs. Yeah, I mean, but Bramovich has always been the same. He, you know, he'll he'll pull the trigger if things aren't going how he thinks they should. It's always it's always the the risk you take when you take that Chelsea job. I yeah, I mean, I think last season I think Frank Lampard did did do a lot of good stuff for Chelsea, and I think even this season he has done some. Yeah, they were still doing better than Arsenal, so perhaps I am starting to lean towards a tatter. Right? Yeah, I, 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 again, I'm kind of, I, I do feel a bit bad for Frank Lampard, to be honest. Yeah, I think we should have given him a bit more time. Hmm. Well, the fact is that you look at it, Lampard, weren't Chelsea, weren't Chelsea fourth when he got sacked? I'm not too sure. I think they were outside the top four. I think that's You're the sick. reason why, but they were. I mean, well, they, no, were leaking, they were leaking yeah. goals even with men, even with Mendy left, right, and centre with Lampard. But you know, things really tightened up under under Tuchel. Yeah, no, I mean, you're looking at Lampard. But I find it hard to disagree with Arteta as well as you say. I mean, they're what are they ninth or tenth? Arsenal have been so inconsistent. I mean, let's be honest. Let's just cut to it. It is Arteta. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I yeah. I, I can't be swayed. Yeah, yeah, that's very obvious. Yeah, <laughs> you can never be swayed. <laughs> no, I can be, but I mean, you know, I, I yeah. The worst match of the year is Mikalateta. All right, next category. Yeah, that I mean, you know, I like that. Good debate that was, lads. Um, so now we move on to the most shocking result of the season. Okay. Um, so. I'm going to propose Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was going to be mine before we yeah. go anywhere. Mm. Who in the hell saw that happen? Yes, I know Liverpool have their injuries and all that, but they got absolutely ripped apart. They really did. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't think, think it could be any other I mean, the only closest other one was Man U and Tottenham. No, the scene doesn't. There is okay. That's a shocking one, but there's another one as well. Sheffield United beating Man United at Old Trafford. Yeah, that was. That oh. was it kind of was, but I don't know. Even under Fergie, United would tend to lose these weird games you wouldn't expect us to. True, but that was Sheffield United's first win of the season, though, weren't it? It might have been. I don't know. So, if that was Sheffield United's first win of the season, ooh. Oh, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, could that be more shocking than you know than to ask uh, Villa versus Liverpool? Nah, Poss- I, I possibly didn't... not to me. I, I, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of had a funny feeling it was going to happen. Mm. Um. Okay. So we've got. Okay. So seven two. 
that one, the result, Tottenham beating United 6 1 or something, was it? Yeah, 6 1. We scored early on for penalty and then Martial got sent off and we just got done over. Okay, so we've got to choose out of those three. Uh, Liam, what are you going to choose? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm also going to go for um, the Aston Villa one. I, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't move away from that one. That was just, I couldn't believe that when I first saw that. Yeah, no, neither could I. I mean, put seven goals past them. It was just phenomenal. It, it kind of defined the season, really. It was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, anybody could beat anybody. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Oh, do, do you, do, oh by the way, you know how. Um... I can't, I'm not going to do this. You know, how, you know how Liam said Tottenham is shit? Mm. Yeah, they, they just won 4 0. So. <laughs> <laughs> Liam knows nothing. Uh, now we move Sorry, on. Sorry, I, to... I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? <laughs> we, just, we just slagged you off. Uh, okay, cool. So I think now we'll move on to the best signing of the season. So this could be when they sign players in the first uh, transfer window in January. Um, so, uh, Liam, who are you going to go for as best signer? Oh, it's weird because I, I definitely, I definitely think it was. I mean, I, 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 on top, off the top of my head, there hasn't been anyone who's made like an enormous impact. You know what? This bit of a random one. I'm going to say, actually, yeah, I, I think Jesse Lingard. It's only been a, a few months, but I, I think he's made the biggest impact out of all the signings I've seen. You bastard, that was mine. Oh, yeah, I can change if you want. I, I, I was originally going to say No, 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 no. It pains me to say because I I slated Jesse Lingard. I have I have ran him into the ground. I wish death upon myself if he joined the club because uh, it was very heavily linked at one point. And he's been a fucking revelation at West Ham. He really has been a revelation at West Ham. Um, I, I was going to say Ruben Diaz as well. Because mm. he, him, and, he, he's been incredible for Man City. Yeah, the only reason I didn't go for Diaz myself was because I, I did think John Stones. I, I think John Stones kind of changed it a bit more than Diaz did. I, I think they miss Diaz more than Stones. So when mm. Diaz hasn't played, you can tell. But when they play, when they play together, they're unstoppable. I mean. Mine, uh, I've, met, I've mentioned him already, is uh, Martinez to Villa. I think he's been a major reason why Villa have been, uh, have had such a better season because he's so, so good. He's so confident and assured. And I think that gives, in turn, gives the defence a lot more confidence. And he's made some fantastic saves this season. And he's been, a, I think he's been a crucial part in Villa's, I will say, success this season because they've, you know, finished a lot better than they did last year. I'm going to make a claim and out, an outside pitch one. Sam Johnston. And also, rose-tinted glasses. Um, mm. Edison Cavani. Uh, everyone was saying he was washed up, but I think he's been a crucial part of United. Um, United's good season. Uh, he's he's not, you know, he's put a goal when he's played. He's put, you know, he scored goals. He's created chances. If you watched him in the Roma game, he was absolutely phenomenal in that game. So, so, so who who are you going for? Who are you going for, Carl? Um, <laughs> I was just saying that as a well. Reese has gone for several. So why do you 
pick our makeup, <laughs> put in another <laughs> one, you little shit. <laughs> kick him out. He's pissed me off. Oh. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> no, no uh, Martinez. Martinez is my pick. I was just saying that Edison yeah. Cavani would be an, you know, an outside pick. Yeah, I mean, you look at Johnston. He's been incredible for the Albion. As poor as we've been, he's mm. been an act, he's been incredible. Mm. Uh, uh, Regulion as well has been very good for Spurs. A left back. He looks like a Mourinho player. Yeah, uh, Hoiberg has been very good as well, but good trans- uh, good signing for... No, no, settle on one, Liam, settle on one. <laughs> um, as well, he's been, he's been another one. As I said, but I, I can't look past Jet. can't look past Jet. I know, you know what? No, actually, I can. Kufal and Sojcek have been incredible for West Ham. Oh, yeah. Sojcek is he's a great choice. Yeah, yeah, he's been, he has been really good. Do you know good. what? I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for, um, these are tight picks. Oh. You know what, actually, I, I think I'm going to go for Suchek, just because I'd never heard of him before this season. I think he's absolutely been amazing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got no problem going with Suchek either, actually. He's been an outstanding player for West Ham. I know the fact he was there on loan last season, but the fact he signed permanent this season has just carried on how well he's played. And he's, he, he's the catalyst for that West Ham team, and he, he's it's, it's incredible to see. And but yeah, that, I think I think I think that's a very good pick. But everyone, everybody we said were fantastic picks. I mean, you know, Cavani, Cavani's experience has been key for Man United. Uh, Martinez has been incredible for Aston Villa. Uh, I forgot Liam's because I wasn't listening. Lingard, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, Lingard's been incredible. Um, he has. I can't. I can't disagree with how good he's been. But um, yeah, he's I think he's got bloody William. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, yeah, no, sorry, just William. Yeah, no, wi- no, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> William brings me on to another subject: the, the worst signing of the year. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you're bringing, I don't know why you're bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't get that segue, Reese. <laughs> what? What? Who? Who would you say the worst signing of the year has been, guys? <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to explain to you why he isn't William. I think there's been so many bloody choices. <laughs> to be fair, it, there is. I mean, William's the obvious one because he's absolutely dog shit. The fact that he got he went he went to Arsenal to win trophies. <laughs> to be fair, that's, on, uh, that's also on him. He's been absolutely fucking shy. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Oh, I know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna make a case for. Um, did he? Did he join this season? I think he did join this season. Because if he did, it's gonna be this lad. And I feel really bad saying it is him, but it is gonna be him. Um. When did he join? There he is. Yes, I can name him. Fabio Silva. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Was that this season? Jesus. He signed this season. For, okay, so why I'm going to put him up there? Okay, yes. I know he's only 18 years of age. Yes. But the fact is he costs £35 million, which I know he can't help, but he costs £35 million. And he has been absolutely fucking awful. Yeah, well, he's not a bad shot, to be fair. 
I, I, as I said, I know he's eighteen. I know he's got a, a bright. He could have a bright future ahead of him. He could do really well for Wolves eventually. I mean, twenty-seven games, three goals. It's not. It, it's not a good return. But the fact he only played twelve games for Porto and got one goal. Does that scream to you thirty-five million pounds? Yes. <laughs> well, here's a question though: Who's worse, him or him or Brewster? That's a good question. I just... That's really hard though, because I mean, I mean, I mean, we're not even counting Werner and like Havertz in this. Ha- See, why am I going to put Havertz? Because since two shells come in, Havertz has got a lot better. He has, but if we're talking the whole season, I, I think a season as a whole, I think he's been pretty. Oh. Cool. Well, no, because I saw a comment that you put on Facebook saying he had COVID, he saw freely for COVID symptoms. So you, yes. sir, so you, but it's sir. true, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm saying if we're looking at out of the season, you know, Ooh, that's a good one. That is so okay. So yeah. uh, Bruce, Bruce is a fantastic one. Havertz, yes, Berner, yes, Fabio Silva, Carl. Uh, I'm trying to look someone up because I'm not very good at rubbish players and I'm trying to look when people were signed. Donny van der Beek. <laughs> That's a great shape, that is. Yeah, that is, a weird, that is a weird one, isn't it? Van der Beek, yeah, he's a fantastic footballer playing for a team with a fantastic midfield. That are not injured. And they're all fit and they're all very good players. And I feel I do feel for Van der Beek in that regard. Yeah, he, he just feels like like the wrong signing to make. Right, the the right player at the wrong time. Mm. I feel like you'd actually do a decent job at Arsenal, to be honest. He would. He, he'd be incredible for Arsenal right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fuck you. <laughs> no, he, he would be. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to have to, because, right, so my choice, I was just making sure we signed this season. I think I'm right. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to have to go with Carl and Graham. Because <laughs> the, the, lad, the lad couldn't score in a brothel, bless him. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, think I, I think that's the winner. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do, you know, do you know I completely forgot about Carlin Grant? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just tried to purge him from your memory. I genuinely forgot you played for West Brom. Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it could be him. <laughs> Fuck. Have uh, we seen Carlin Grant? Carlin Grant. Oh, my God. Carlin Grant it is, fam. Demanding the Worst signing of the Premier League is Carla Grant. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, do you know what we do forgot when we did that biggest shock of the result of the season? West Brom beating Chelsea 5 2. Yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a shocking one, actually. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of came out of nowhere, that one. I've, I've just been so poor up until then. And I've just put West Brom so far in my social life. They're just so far away. <laughs> That's a mood. That's a that's a big mood. <laughs> and Lee and Leeds beating City as well was another shocker we never we never mentioned. Well the fact that City won this what twenty five game run, so that was incredible. All right. Uh then we move on to the worst run club, and there's only one team that can have this award. Is there? Yeah, Arsenal. 
Oh, that, that was not who I was thinking of. Because um, Stan Kroenke's a fucking arsehole. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say Man U, because I, yeah. I think Wood was kind of been all over the place. My, I mean, my, my pick would have been Man U. I mean, they bought, as you mentioned, they bought Donny van der Beek for 14 million. I'm not even sure Solskjaer wanted him because he hardly plays him. They, they piss about in the transfer market. Like, I mean, you, got, you agree. I mean, if Bruno Fernandes went on sale now, you, you'd want a, a hundred million at least for him. And they were pissing about over 40 million for him. They, they, couldn't get San, they couldn't get a Sancho deal done and they were fighting around for that for months and months. They, they were stupid enough to join or join and be part of this. European Super League, they are the they are a mess to be honest. I think it's a testament to Solskjaer that he's got the team to to where they are. And and that brings me on to the thing that my Arsenal, sorry, Man United second. They've done very well. Yeah, Arsenal have done the, the transfers they put in the season were shocking. They bought uh, William. And the fact that Stan Kroenke is an absolute prick. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, depends. What, like, what are we saying in terms of worst run? Are we just saying the management? Or are we saying or, like the transfer dealings? Um, or from um, top to bottom, to be, I would say yeah, everything. I, I think I still would go with Man U. I mean, I, 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 I'm not very particularly happy with Arsenal, but I mean, the, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's hard to go off one season. I think if they're going off like the whole tenure, I, I do think Man United have been worse with the money that they've spent. Oh. Um, Maybe West Brom. All right, I've been swaying. It's Man United. I mean, let's look at it. I think I think Maguire is a decent defender, but I mean, he's nowhere. He's not worth eighty million. I think they're well, way overpaid, way overpaid for him. And yet they, and then they piss about forty million for Bruno for Fernandez, who we were desperate for at the time because we were so so poor. I just love the fact that fucking Harry Maguire went for Mum and Virgil Van Dijk. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. So no. Okay. Yeah. I think we. I think we. Well, that was the trouble, wasn't it? Uh, Liverpool set a precedent for stupid prices for defenders when they paid all that money for uh, for Jill Van Dyke, who did turn out to be worth it. To be fair to them, but still. Oh, what do you mean? He's been absolutely shy. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. The anger. No. Uh, <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's Man United. I, I've been swayed. I've been swayed. Oh my god, I can't believe this, Carl. Really, Carl, get, 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 I'm oh, no. recording. Also, oh. when we're talking about shock of the shock of the season, um, Pickford not getting sent off for his challenge on Virgil Van Dijk. Oh, god, yeah. Mm. Wankers. That was that oh. was the worst thing I've I've seen this. Season. How he got how he got away with that? I'll just never know. That was like daylight. That, that was that was bloody assault. It was right here. We are. So that brings us to the moment. The worst, worst thing in football right now. Um, this is very, very simple, very easy. VAR. 
Yeah, 100%. But we can move on. So then we go into the, the, the nice ones. We've, we've got two more awards. We're going to finish nicely. So who is the best manager of the year? Actually, actually wait, one, one thing. I, I actually, I think... I think oh. Twitter, no, no, no. I, I think Twitter has been worse. I, I think social media has been worse with football with all the racism going on. Well, it's more the people that use it than the actual social network themselves, isn't it? Although they could, although they should do more to clamp down on it, definitely. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, true. I just put that in there as like a, you know, we spoke about how shit racism and VAR is at the start, so I don't think we need to go over it again. Yeah, right, good point. So, good point. So we now move on to the best manager of the year. Um. For me, there's only one man who is capable, uh, who is worthy of this award. Yeah, I think we're all going to agree that it's Big Sam. Yes, I hate you. I hate you. I don't know. I hate you with a passion. Uh, (laughs) He's going to keep you guys up. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope you both get diphtheria. Audio, mate. Audio. Oh. <laughs> I'm David Moyes. I'm going to be set. David Moyes, <laughs> the best manager of the year this year. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I think second is is Pep, but I mean, Pep would be my first choice. As much as I hate City, um, you know, he's he's run away with the league. He got them. He's got. He, He's got them into a League Cup final, semi-final in the FA Cup. Looks set to get to the final of the Champions League. Uh, I mean, if they win, if they do win the Champions League, I think it's definitely Pep. But you know, we're obviously doing this before that happens, so we we don't know for sure. PSG could make a comeback yet. I mean, they've got the players and the team to do that, but they certainly look on on course. To get to the final as at present. Mm. Well, I yeah. think you have to say, I think you have to also, um, you have to say, Solskjaer's done a tremendous job for a PE teacher. Oh, but you already said, though, if, if there was other teams that are playing well, they would be nowhere near where they were. No, I know, yeah. Yeah, but, I, I think it has to be, I think it has to be, David Moyes, in fairness. I mean, the, the fact that he took that he, they finished 16th last season and they're fourth now, and they've been fucking incredible. Well, I'm, I, I can't physically agree with that, so I'm <laughs> sticking with Pat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the thing is that Pep Guardiola is, the, as you said, that he is the easy choice. I mean, I can make a case of Brendan Rodgers as well. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers mm. has done a fantastic job, actually. Really has. Can I give a very yeah. out there one? Oh god, here we go. I know. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I was actually going to say Graham Potter, which sounds really, really random, but, but I, I, I think Bryson turned into like a really nice team. If only they could finish a bloody dinner, I, I think they could really be something. Okay, I like Graham Potter. I really do. He's a fantastic coach. Hmm. However. We're, I mean, really good, shot, but... we're really going to give it to a man whose team is 16th. Actually, they're 14th, but yes, besides your point. Mm. I, 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 wasn't, I was just saying honourable mention, that's what I'm saying. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say Moyes. 
Oh yeah, I, I'm always involved, but. Well, most wins because you two because it's two v one, but I just I can't. Yeah. So there we are, David Moyes, and then we move on to the best player of the season. All right, Carl. Um, I yeah, you know, I've, I've toiled with this one because there's been a, a few good players, but some have only done it for like half a season, like they've come good in the second half or they had a good first half of the season and sort of faded away. But I think for me, Phil Foden's been super consistent when, you know, he gets, when he gets into the team with Pep's um, weird rotation system. Uh, He's been great for England as well. Um, I have a one before, I know Liam's going to tell me off for having a second one. So I'll apologise but my other, my other one would be Mason Mount because I think he's been fun, he's been Chelsea's best player. But for me, I think Foden just edges it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very good choice, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I I can't disagree. I think for a twenty-year-old man, he's fucking incredible. He he might be England's best player. Uh, at least in terms of talent, I think. Mm. I mean, which one about you? I, I can't disagree with Carl. Bloody hell, are you all right, Reese? I, I mean, I was thinking, you know, Son, Kane, Kante, um, Fernandez, um, all those players, but Foden has been just been incredible, and I think it's how young he is as well. That's what makes him scarier. I think Kane and Son have been really good, but they don't seem to be the same when one or the other is isn't playing. If that makes sense, Son especially. If Kane's not on the pitch, he he doesn't seem to have the same impact somehow. They really do seem to miss each other. Fernandez has been great, but he he has had a bit of an iffy period the last couple of months until he until the Roma game. He he, he looked a bit more like his old self. <laughs> Fernandez might be my. I think Fernandez might be my choice. It, it's, I'm I'm very conflicted. Though. I mean, if we're, if we're going purely by stats, Kane is. But I think I don't. I don't think you'd be second with, without Fernandez. Yeah. So I, I I mean Foden's one anyway, but I'm going to go for Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing, it's Foden's playing in the best team, yeah? Mm. For the best manager. I know, I know we put, you know, we said David Moyes, but Guardiola is the best manager. And but he's just, it's because of how old he is, and that's why that's why he's so fucking good. I, I just think he's been the most consistent, and he's played, as we said, he's played really well for England as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think best player of the season, Phil Foden. Yeah, fair enough. Reese, are you in a, a hurricane or something? Your 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 mic's gone a bit weird. No, I'm having to talk quietly because my fucking family are saying I'm too loud. Oh. <laughs> so one of the benefits the... of living on your own, you've got no one to tell you to be quiet. Mm. Well, t- t- the thing is, I was on, I was on a quarter of four o'clock this morning and nothing was said. And I was talking at this volume. 
So, so to my family, go fuck yourselves. Jeez, fair enough. <laughs> it's like it's like when I used to live with my my mum and dad, and I'd go out on the slash and come home, and I'd be and I'd think I'd been super quiet, and I'd get the next morning, where'd you come in last night? And then the, the next week, I'd be that pissed. I'd be stumbling down. I'd be stumble, literally stumbling down the stairs and falling into the wall. And then they'd be like, what time did you go home? Never heard you. I'm like, well, yeah. how did you hear me last week when I was super quiet because I wasn't that drunk so I'd work? And then this week I was pissed and I, fa- I literally fell down the stairs and you don't hear me. I don't understand. To, to, to be fair, Carl, you're, you're old and when your parents are you know, a thousand years I wasn't, old... I wasn't then. I haven't always been old. I haven't been 41 forever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but... I, well... <laughs> you, you haven't been 41 for ages, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, actually, yeah, I, I, I do know what you mean. I, I mean, I remember when I was living in like my mansion, and people would always complain that they could hear me making weird noises in my room when I was, you know. And you're in the east wing, and they're in the west wing. And yeah, they're well, saying they can hear you. The thing is, like the the, the, the electronic dragon dildo is very loud. Fucking hell, I've 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 had enough of that. Oh shit, Carl's been meeting, I'm meeting the wrong person. <laughs> Thanks, <Carl. a> bug. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. This is bad for music. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm meeting the wrong one. <laughs> oh. Anyway, the next fucking category is fucking Phil Foden. <laughs> Yeah, Phil Foden is the best player in the Premier League this season. I, I can't, I can't think. I mean, he's just, I said, been very consistent this season, and um, he's only going to get better. Maybe so. John Stones is in for a shout as well, but I think Foden is just. Yeah. I mean, Foden has to win the Young Player of the Year. Jesus Christ! You would have thought so. It's just between him and Mount for me, anyway. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and also just want to put this out before we move on, um, the fact that from next season we're potentially not going to be able to see Sergio Aguero in the Premier League anymore. Mm. Yeah. That, that's going to feel very weird. I'm, I'm sure Carl's really broken up. Yeah, dev- devastated. I mean, I would just have to say one of the greatest strikers ever to grace the Premier League. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, as much as I'll never forgive him for cheating a goal and costing us a league title. Um, he is undoubtedly one of the best strikers of all time. Cheating a girl, my word. Mm. He didn't, did he? It's just, it's just my way of... It's just my, it's my coping mechanism. I know, I know, Carl. Carl being a bitch. Fucking wanker Aguero. That is the final... Final Bantam Munich podcast. It's been, I'm a bit emotional, I have to be honest, Carl. Yeah, it's it's an end. It's the end of an era. But, you know, as Reese said, we will come back with maybe bi monthly or monthly specials where we talk about lists and that. And we just wanted to do a quick Patrick because um, that's our Hall of Fame. And mm-hmm. I've, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, 
my Patrick is going to be a Patrick, uh, Patrick Bamford, because I think what he said when they were talking about the ESL, you know, it was quite poignant. And he said, you know, it's amazing how people react when it hits their wallets. And it's a shame they can't be the same sort of reaction over other problems like racism. And I think he made a good, I think he made a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really did. And I, I think that is a, that is a great choice. Um, and I, I can't really go, go, go against that. I, I think that, the only other one I'll say is just I'll say us three, just because I mean this is really whenever we whenever we have done this podcast, most of the time it kind of makes my week, and I really enjoy talking to you two. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if um, uh, if he's listening, but I hate it. I mean, I can't wait to get this over and done well, with, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah, I know. The side of your voice is just like fingernails on the chalkboard to me. That's not what you said last night, but yeah. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <one> has to know. no. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a, a it's been great fun, apart from when we've had to talk about our defeats, obviously. Mm. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's come to an end. But as I say, we'll we're going to bring it back with a slightly different format, all being well. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and I think I think it goes without saying. I think I think Patrick Bramford does go in, um, but also thank you to everyone for listening, and it's it's really been an absolute joy. And the best Patrick was obviously in Wright's puffer jacket, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it's not Steve a fucking stick, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think he was getting Steve a stick? My God. <sighs> you just but get anyway. upset when yours doesn't make it in. That's that's the thing, isn't it? I can't believe I chose fucking O over over his fucking puffer jacket. I was so pissed off. I, I, I chose <laughs> Marston Odegaard's fucking first letter of his surname. Bloody. Oh, Jesus Christ. But anyway, um, you, I, I guess we should do the plugs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, make sure you check out Risa, uh, R. Saunders. Um, oh, he's got some numbers at the end of it as well. It always confuses me. 1995, it's his birthday. That was it, yeah. And make sure to check out his Twitter as well, which, is that under the same? Not Twitter, it's Twitch, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think his Twitch is, I think it's the same handle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, or it's, it's very similar. You'll find it under our Saunders, and make sure you check him out there. And, uh, yeah, check. You can find me at Carlos underscore Flyer80 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the brand at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram. And we also have a website, and you'll find the links to that on our Twitter uh, to make it easier because it's a bit of a long-winded. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I can never remember it, so there you go. Just... Find us and check out our other podcast, the, the villain podcast that myself and Liam do. The latest one, uh, Frank Beef, is up now. Um, we'll be doing an anniversary show because it's almost two years of Rogue Opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, myself, Nathan, and Scott will be doing uh, an anniversary show very soon, so keep an eye out for that. There's also the Mandalorian pod um, to check. Make sure to check that out. The next. One will be out uh, on Tuesday because it's May the 4th. So, um, yep, first episode of season two. So make sure to check that out. And uh, over to mm. you, Liam. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, all of those. And um, I would say that if you want to follow my um, my OnlyFans Twitter account, you can find it at Nathan Greenway. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, and if you have any um, annoyances, it is or... a bit. Dep- it is a bit depraved. I should warn you. It is. I mean, I, I literally just posted a photo of a duck. Um, and it's it's yeah it's the it, long boys he's, he's very scary but yeah you can complaints <laughs> feel free to send it to that account and um, yeah rogue, rogue opinions will never apply to you exactly um, but I mean that was a bit of a shit show but I think that's kind of us really and yeah Carl I fucking love you buddy and I hate you for every fiber of my being mm-hmm. And everyone, thank you for listening. And yeah. Goodbye. And thank you for listening, and uh, for the especially the two listeners that have managed to stick with us. <laughs> yeah, but for, for those two listeners, rethink your rethink your life choices. Yeah, for, yeah. For Christ's sake, what what the hell are you doing? Listening to this drivel. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but goodbye, no, everyone. no. Fa- But no, once again, thanks for listening and see you on the other side. Goodbye.